0: Hello and welcome to the podcast series, Sustainability Showdowns, aimed at having enriching discussions on sustainable development goals and connecting them to our daily lives. I, Kashish, and I, Ojala, are super excited to be your hosts for our third episode, Investing in Finances, a Women's Venture.
1: This podcast series is brought to you by the SDG Council, Global Youth. The 17 sustainable development goals represent our only hope to achieve a better future for all. Realizing this, the Sustainable Development Goals Council Global Youth aims to create a venues for the youth to create awareness, learn and implement sustainable ideas. At the council, we deliberate, discuss, analyze policies, interact with diplomats and provide solutions to global problems. Through today's episode, investing in finances a woman's venture we aim to emphasize the importance of financial literacy among youth and its pressing need to be disseminated, especially among women. The session also hopes to leave you with rich insights on tips and techniques for managing your own finances and career scope in the field. So, fasten your seatbelts to race into the world of finances real
0: quick. Introducing our guest, we have Ms. Shekha Mittal, Founder and Director of BRC India, which is a for-profit social awareness enterprise that leverages the power of art. Ms. Shekha holds a Bachelor's degree in BA from Delhi University and a postgraduate diploma in mass communication. She has a diploma in entrepreneurial studies from Indian Institute of Management Studies, Bangalore, and is a Six Seconds Emotional Intelligence practitioner. She founded BRT in 2010 and created a viable business out of awareness programs aimed at the corporate world. Her organization has launched India's first financial literacy course for youth, known as Be Your Own Lakshmi, in short BYOL. Her team conducts regular sessions to make people financially literate and aware. Having become India's primary awareness expert, she has won I Am Bangalore's Alumni Achiever Award in 2019-20 for the impact category Social. She has been featured as the trailblazer in Forbes, India, W Power Trailblazers List 2019 for her pioneering work in spreading awareness of sexual harassment at the workplace, its prevention and redressal. We are glad to have you here, ma'am, and can't wait to learn more about you. Please tell us about your journey of getting into this field.
2: Yes, uh, to give you a little background, I started my journey back in 2010 and uh, because I had faced a lot of sexual harassment during my corporate journey of six years that that I started, uh, around, I think around 2004. So from 2004 to 2009, I was in the corporate world and I had faced a lot of sexual harassment is the reason why I, uh, you know, was really going deeper into issues of human resource in the workplace. And I realized that uh, while there, there is a sort of uh, harassment for women specifically, I, in that particular situation, a woman is also left with no choice but to quit. Uh, and, and that leaves her with no or uh, very low financial capability and stability. And that's how these two demons were really standing tall in front of me, you know. And uh, in 2010, finally, I decided that uh, I want to do something which will raise awareness for both the topics in the workplace and even beyond the workplaces. And how can I contribute from whatever little I can in my own capacity? That uh, I started raising awareness uh, through street theater. So, street theater is a very, uh, very local form of uh, art used primarily in northern side of India and I started using street theatre to raise awareness and since 2010 till now till now, BRC has raised awareness on prevention of sexual harassment and financial literacy and a few other topics as well which includes gender sensitization financial inclusion and you know lots and lots of other topics uh, also but Largely, our focus have been—I mean, largely our focus has been um, prevention of sexual harassment and financial literacy. So, so far, we have done almost three thousand awareness programs, and we are now uh, an official awareness partner for the National Stock Exchange. And I'm also now writing—I'm co-authoring UNSDG number five, which is gender equality. So, I'm writing the global guidelines. Uh, along with the team of the UN Global Compact to co-author this particular uh, topic and uh, give my expertise of last 11 years that I have collated by working in the corporate world and raising awareness with the tier one clients like PepsiCo India, American Express, uh, British Telecom, Yulu Bikes, uh, Tata Coffee, Air India. So having such rich... Uh, experience of working with some of the leaders in the corporate world and also to be able to reach to over 60,000 people uh, myself to raise awareness. It has given me such deep insights on gender uh, issues that um, I have today the opportunity to share my learnings with, you know, through the corporate guidelines that we are developing as a team from across the world. We are together working on this particular UNSDG five. And this is a bit about me and and my work on prevention of sexual harassment and uh, financial literacy.
0: Truly ma'am, the initiatives that have been taken by you are truly great in itself and I believe it as well that making your career out of your own experiences and tackling those problems for yourself and helping others in the same path is what inspires me the most today and finding a field which you truly believe and understand is great in itself.
1: True, very true. I totally agree with Kashish. The journey which you talked about was appalling and yet very inspiring. So, what according to you is the importance of economic independence for women? And how do you think that access to financial literacy is gendered?
2: So, see, uh, one of the key reasons why a woman is not, till today, is not being able to be financially independent is because uh, she has very consciously been kept away from understanding money and having the control over money. But today, there is one very positive thing that has happened across the world is access to knowledge through internet. So today, yes, a woman has a lot of access to internet. And that gives her an edge to any other previous circumstance that she would have been. Her and why uh, it is very important for women is uh, the simple answer is that four out of five women in India are uh, you know facing some kind of harassment as per the uh, UN report, UN Women report. uh, 48 point some 4%, I think, if I'm not wrong with the percentage, but somewhere close to that, is what uh, comprises of Indian population. Imagine 50% of the population that can add some trillions of GDP to the country (laughs) is not even aware on the fact that she needs to practice her own rights um, without getting suppressed. And and why so? It's all because she's not equipping herself with the kind of knowledge that she requires to do all what she must do. Right? So yes, that's ma- the answer that why women?
1: Truly agree, ma'am. And I would also like to add here that I recently saw the video put up by PTM regarding the social experiment they did and it was an eye-opener for me when the final conclusion came out to be how much gender gap is there in terms of financial literacy.
0: Right. So, Mama, next question is, when should one really start the journey of an autodidact financial learner? And what is your college advice to college-going young earners like us? Meaning that, you know, when should one actually start learning about finances and what is the right approach towards it?
2: Learning about money from the age of 13, 14, that's the real time when one should start learning. And by the age of 16, 17, 18, one should really have all the basic financial literacy. Having said that, I also want to let everyone know who's hearing this or even you guys that to learn money or to learn anything, it's never too late. And uh, you can start. And in fact, you should start right away. And uh, my only biased sounding answer is that you must join Be Your Own Lakshmi course right away. Not because I started it, because it's genuinely designed for women of India. And also, it's a course that uh, firstly is designed for the first time in, in the country after 75 years of independence. It's the first formal course on learning about money from the perspective of uh, women. And uh, but other than that, I have very one serious recommendation to all the listeners and to you is that uh, start picking up newspapers, whether in hand or digitally. But every day there is some of the other news related to money. Start m- building a very new relationship with money and start decoding money so that you can get closer to the idea of becoming wealthy and uh, yeah these these two steps are are urgent for both for all of you
1: all right ma'am thank you so much for these insights uh,
0: i would like to add here that uh, regarding your uh, instagram handle i have been following since past the month and like the content you put is really uh, you know engaging and the like the knowledge that you portray you. from Thank that so is totally Hushchev. understandable so I'm i trying would my like best to appreciate to it, it very
2: simple and approachable to all the all the followers and that's been my key endeavor to run uh, this particular channel
1: Uh, Also, ma'am, beyond just the management of our finances, what can be the other long-term benefits of financial literacy? If you could talk about the career options in the field and what does it take to make up for it? So,
2: the benefits of financial uh, literacy, that's your question, right? Yes, ma'am. Imagine, we all, uh, in spite that, we all know that there are Um, so many colors in a rainbow, right? Seven colors, right? Yes, ma'am. Imagine our life had these seven colors to explore. Right. But do you think as women in India, do we get to see all the seven colors of our life? Of course not, right? At every juncture, there are ifs and buts and do's and don'ts for a woman, right? Right. Yes, The moment a woman is financially literate, she earns not just money, but she earns the complete potential that she already was born with now she can explore her own potential and can see life with all the seven colors of the rainbow that life has to offer in terms of money in terms of finance financial career there, there is something very very upcoming career option in the field of Uh, finances becoming certified financial planners so to be a certified financial planner uh, it will of course take a lot of uh, hard work but uh, which field doesn't demand hard work right that is one but second there are only 2000 certified financial planners in India currently as you know that we are a country of close to 140 crore which is about 1.4 billion uh, people so if we are such a large country having just 2000 financial certified financial planner will not cater to the kind of you know re- requirement it has in in our country so it's such a lucrative career to be a financial to, to be a certified financial planner that uh, one can totally consider this career option as soon as Kids are in class 11th. They can start preparing and they can start becoming superbly savvy on money concepts. And by the time they end their graduation, they will have complete control on this knowledge and uh, then can do further, you know, they can take further steps to go and take the certification course of CFP and eventually become a CFP and, uh, you know, contribute to the economy of the country by helping others to be wealthy and what more can one really ask for to be in a profession like this to manage money for people and also uh, doing good to the country and building a career that is so lucrative
1: and promising ma'am yes ma'am and
2: promising right Mm -hmm.
1: Um, we came across your B.R.C. India page, ma'am, and found it really interesting. But besides talking about the financial literacy, independence of women, it also talks about a lot of issues, as you've already mentioned, like consent, early marriage, sexual exploitation, etc. So how do you relate both these aspects, financial literacy and uh, consent, early marriage? and see from,
2: from the times when people lived to win wars and claim their territories. From those times, men uh, have been biologically, uh, they are uh, physically built in a manner that they chose to go out and fight wars. And women, because had the capacity to uh, produce kids and nurture, they took up that role, but that was applicable during those times. As times uh, changed and there was, there was a different kind of, <clears throat> there were there were different um, uh, sort of life that that uh, came up and, and circumstances came up, which was uh, more prosperous prosperous than the war eras. <laughs> That's when <clears throat> you know uh, uh, the suppression started happening because when once women already was living inside uh, four walls and and nurturing kids. She already was doing so, but not that she was uh, pushed to do it, it was a need of the hour. And both both the teams, uh, both the team members, both male and female at that time decided their respective roles. But when times changed, men uh, you know got together as a team and they forgot that their team was part of a, a man and a woman or a, you know if people are gay or lesbian so based on their partners right so uh, it's very it's very important to understand that uh, suppression where, wherever there will be suppression there will be somebody else who would be ruling and if somebody is ruling, there cannot be any kind of equality. If there is no equality, if there is no equality, then of course there is going to be uh, emotional turmoil and it, it will not be a, a prosperous life for uh, one who is being suppressed. Now, if that is happening, and and of course, how do you claim somebody else's life? By Binding that person into some kind of systems. And that's when marriages were designed in a manner that uh, they they didn't uh, really play a role of for which marriage in general was conceptualized. Marriage was conceptualized to have a companion while it actually became to be a transaction between two families and two individuals.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And And because of all this, There is, again, a lot of suppression, a lot of discrimination, a lot of uh, violence, a lot of harassment. And all of this, if you really pick up any woman who is earning herself, is highly independent, you pick up most financially successful women, not just abroad, but also in India. You pick her up as an example. I'll give you an example of one of the top women who earns a lot of money let's say Kiran Majumdar Shaw or Miss Falguni from her brand, Nika, uh, <clears throat> even for that matter, our Bollywood stars, you know, from Karina Kapoor to Deepika Padukone to Priyanka Chopra to so many others, right? So when women have the money, they have the power to practice. And and if you have to take an example of a middle class life and middle class person. You can even pick up my example. I'm a middle class person. I'm independent. I don't ask money to, uh, you know, to buy my medicines or to buy my own clothes or to have my own car to have my own shelter to do anything. Everything is taken care of in my life by my own self. So because today I have financial independence is the reason why Why you are asking me these questions, that is one. Second, uh, because I have my own capacity to generate money is also the reason why uh, I can take decisions that others are unable to take when they also want to lead an independent life. So I have the power to buy my own time, to buy my own life, to buy my own breath. And that is what is being taken away in the society which is um, literally, it's like a world of wolf. And you can only fight uh, these wolves, uh, you know, when you have the right tools. And money is a tool. It's a tool with which we women can fight and claim our own life back, which was gifted to us by, by nature.
1: All right, ma'am, that was such a great connection, which you drew between power, money, control, and independence.
0: Thanks. So with this, we would like to end our session here, ma'am. Thank you for all the insights and suggestions that you provided today. They were really great and an eye-opener of how to look finance and how to go about it and what are the aspects and what is the right age to learn, to start learning and your recommendations on, you know, how to uh, go about it, how to proceed further, how important it is these were some great insights that you put forward and we will surely you know we i hope this podcast motivates everyone out there to uh, to actually learn about your own finances in a much better way so thank you so much for being part of our uh, journey of our podcast today thank Thank you so much bye guys thank you
1: With this, we also come to the end and on behalf of SDG Council, I would like to thank Ms. Shikha for taking out the time and doing this for us and to all our listeners. Make sure to follow Ms. Shikha on all her social media and definitely check out her organization, BRC India. And also don't forget to follow SDG Council on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter to keep up with our activities, events and podcasts. And we'll see you next time with our next episode. Thank you and goodbye.